What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Los Wise Guys Podcast. We know you missed us, we know you're waiting for us, and we know you had a great time at Comic-Con. I'm one of your hosts, Rudy Cardona. To my left, I have the anti-socialist himself, Daniel Rosado. And I have a lollipop. Yes, you do. I have a lollipop. It's a little one. I had a flu shot, and they gave it to me because I was good. <laughs> a full-grown beard, you weird bastard. <laughs> and sitting across from me, we have Eslam. How you doing, Eslam? What's up, guys? How's it going? If you don't know about this show, every week we get together to talk about anything and everything. You just happen to come on the week where we're coming back from our... What do you yeah, have to every, say every week? Well, every yeah, week? Every week. Every, every, almost every week. Right. I'm going to put that in the thing. Almost every week. Almost every week we come together. I mean, we only took two breaks. That's about it. Mm-hmm. We've been good. Mm-hmm. For those of you who may be new to the show, you're probably catching us on a week where we're coming back from, pod, or coming back from Comic-Con. Uh, we went... It was two weeks ago. Today is the 21st. You know, Dan explained on the episode, you know, you got to prepare for it and you got to rest up afterwards. Dan's not rested anymore. He's got no days off. That's what they call me, Mr. No Days Off. They call you the anti-socials, but we'll use that too. I got all the names. Okay. I got them all. Yeah. Um, So today, you know, we're going to give our comments about Comic-Con, do a couple of shout outs to people that we hooked up with Information Network. Um, Aside from that, definitely going to talk about the new Nintendo Switch that was announced yesterday. Right? Yesterday. Yeah. And uh, give our insight to that, whether or not we're going to get it, and what do we like and what do we don't like about it. You look so awkward with that lollipop in your mouth. Well, you've never seen me eat a lollipop. Yeah, it's weird. I, I eat a lollipop maybe um, once or twice a year, so this is that time. And you're welcome for being a part of that. No, I'm not. All of you out there in TV land who's listening, not on a TV. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, uh, you guys want to start with the shout-outs? Or how, well, actually, let's start with how, what you guys think of Comic-Con this year. Um, for me, it was Comic-Con, like, the past couple of years. Same so, old stuff? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, for me, it was a different experience because I got to actually be there with you guys. Yeah. With Dan, I never went to a panel with him. It was kind of just like, we're there, here's Comic-Con, and he left. Kind of like what he did this year. Um, but other than that, we went to the panels together as long. Yeah. We went to a couple things. We actually spent, like, the day together. It was nice. We held hands. It was nice. Yeah, it was, it was romantic. Cool. We started skipping, you know. <laughs> I'm very glad I was not there for that. <laughs> what about you, Dan? How was your experience? Um, I was disappointed. Very disappointed. Um, <laughs> he bitched and moaned because he had to time. wait in line. Yeah. Uh, I realized that. I've always I've always complained about waiting in lines. I never liked it. Comic-Con was the one place where I would put up with the line, and I'd be okay with it. This year proved that Comic-Con is definitely not that place anymore. There is nowhere in the world that I'm willing to just wait in a stupid line outside to go do stuff that I don't even feel like doing. But with that being said, anybody who liked Comic-Con, good for you. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And if you want to go back, by all means, go ahead and do so. It's a very fun experience. It's just I've become so jaded to it over years. Yeah, I think we've both become so jaded exactly. to it. Like, I wasn't even excited going. Yeah, I same just, here. I was just going because I was like, hey, I bought my tickets. Yep. I'm getting my money's worth. So I'm going to have to go. Yeah, and I, believe me, I'm not, really, I'm not trying to put down Comic-Con at all. Uh, Comic Con's not the issue; it's me, and um, it's not you; it's me. Yeah, exactly. And um, no, seriously though, uh, it's it's still fun. It's still people ask me about it all the time. I still say if you've never gone to Comic Con, you're interested in pop culture and stuff like that. I suggest you go at least one time in your life because it's not something you want to miss. I mean, whether we're jaded or not, you have to agree with that, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, we we got. I think it's our system that got us jaded. We've gotten so efficient at doing Comic Con that it got to a point where it was boring. It's very boring. Um, but the first couple of years we went, it was super exciting um, because we 
were introduced to a lot of new things. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw a lot of new things. We met a lot of cool people. I mean, we met Greg Capullo and um, uh, Scott Snyder a couple of times. We yep. met other artists, uh, Jeff Lemire. Yep. Um, Peter J. Tomasi. Peter J. Tomasi. I saw him again this year, actually. He he's he's always script. cool. He, he sells scripts, which yeah, is, I think it's awesome. pretty cool that he does that. Uh, Ivan Reese. Yeah. Um, David Finch, uh, the artist. I mean, plenty, plenty. Of people. Uh, yeah, the artists out there. The artists go there and they're super nice. They talk to you. They they chill and you know it's it's a nice experience to go meet these artists to draw your favorite books and uh, some of the writers that also go there. <clears throat> yeah, it's real cool. It's real cool to check out. Artist Alley is always fun. Yeah, and um, also the other artists on the show floor are pretty cool. Also, like um, we went again to uh cj's booth um whose stuff is kind of hang all hanging all over our wall 90 percent of it is all yeah. over our wall i was thinking about um, cycling some stuff out today I absolutely mean, we'll, we'll cycle around absolutely we'll make it give it a new look um yeah this year he had um with the pokemon <laughs> with the pokemon um hype he had uh a lot of smaller pieces uh, of Pokemon, yeah, which were nice. I liked them. They look pretty cool. I wasn't. I wasn't that fond of them. I, mean, um, I still like his artwork, of course, but I don't know. I like them. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was cool that they. I don't think they were prints. I think that every Pokemon. Were, yeah, had, no, they were all glass. They yeah. were just all glass. Yeah, so, the plexiglass. So if you got one, it was pretty much an original. Yeah, yeah, yeah which was cool. Was yeah, cool. That, that is cool. Yeah, they were yeah. small. Like, um, they might have been like eight by eight or smaller, or Probably maybe like five by four. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, some numbers. Inches like a seven and a, a, a four and a half. Are you rating something? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, and we picked up some art artwork from Artist Alley and from the show floor. Um, we told these artists that um, well, we're very picky about the art that we pick um, because we've been there for so many years and um, we see all the different artwork and we picked um, each of us got some different pieces of art uh all of them i think are awesome but um whoever we got art from we're gonna mention now and uh we're gonna give them shout outs on the podcast like we told them we would yeah i have more than just the artist though i mean i got no it's fine whoever we want to shout out yeah, yeah exactly. we're shouting out a couple people. um yeah. so anybody want to start got a couple cards in my hand here um i'm guessing i got art from these people because their cards were in my bag Jeez! Um, Unless you know they just dumped a random card in somebody's bag when they weren't looking. <laughs> I mean, apparently that? people do who stuff do like that. that. Yeah, hmm. I wonder. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right here, I got Michael Berry. Um, I honestly, the problem with you know the problem with getting prints is that you go and you can get so many of them that's kind of hard to remember whose print you're actually getting it from. But Michael Berry, I got his uh, social media here at at Art Insights. That's A-R-T-I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S. So definitely go check him out, like his stuff. And another person from the same uh, actual label is actually Leslie Combe-Mail, or Combe-Mail. Want to read that? Combe-Mail. I'm going to, that's exactly what it says, but it, I believe it's probably pronounced Leslie Combe-Mail. Yeah. So yeah, you guys should definitely check out their you stuff. You should spell that. On their social media, and definitely go look at that. Like I said, at Art Insights. A R T I N S I G H. I meant the name, yes. but all right. What? Anyway, next. <laughs> well, uh, next, I have Dominic Domo Stanton. Uh, email is nikeartist87 at gmail.com. 
And you can get out, check out his Twitter and things like that at Domo Stanton. D O M O S T A N T O N. Did you think Origato Mr. Roboto when he said Domo? <laughs> was that just me? <laughs> nah. And the last card I have in my hand right here is Tony Cordos. And I actually do remember this guy because he's got a Ninja Turtle on his card. And he had like these four pieces that look great together. I don't know if you got a chance to see it or not. Probably not. Um, but his art is pretty damn amazing. You should definitely go check out his stuff. His Instagram is at sketch515. That's S-K-E-T-C-H 515. Thanks for all your work, guys. Absolutely. Um, I, I guess I, I can go next. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. So I, I don't have social media stuff because I'm not the biggest fan of it, I guess. But um, there's one guy, this writer, writer of Headlocked, which is a comic book about uh, wrestling, uh, but more like behind the scenes of wrestling, about some guy working his way up trying to work the indies and do all that stuff. As you guys know, if you've been listening, I'm a wrestling fan, as was this guy. His name is Mike Kingston. Um, he's been writing Headlocked for a couple years now. I've pretty much read everything he's written. Uh, it's a very interesting story. It's not just the up-and-comer wrestler. It's about the writers in the background, in the back, like writing the storylines. It's about a retired wrestler as well. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things going on. It's very interesting. Um, I bought some artwork off the new artist he got with him. His name is, uh, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, uh, Mikhail Mulipola. That's uh, M-I-C-H-E-L. M-U-L-I-P-O-L-A. Um, I bought some artwork off of him that was really good. Uh, it was a Macho Man Randy Savage uh, print, Finn Balor print, and I cannot remember the other one. Macho Man, Finn Balor. The Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. And uh, they were really cool, really cool stuff. Oh, they were uh, amazing. That yeah. was the first time I ever saw some wrestling prints, and they looked really good. They looked really good. I was actually wondering if you going to get more. <laughs> I was, and then I, I got upset at Comic-Con. And, um, <laughs> and but no, seriously, thanks guys for all your work. And there's another uh, a writer in particular. His name is Dennis Hopeless. Um, you guys have probably heard of him if you're in comics. Uh, he wrote a very very infamous book named Avengers Academy. Amazing book, amazing book. Has to do similar to the Hunger Games, and that's why I really like that book. I don't care what anybody. Yeah, says actually, the game the comic book is a lot more like Battle Royale. Yeah, the, the manga. manga, not the Hunger Games. Yeah, just like Hunger Games, <laughs> like that, <laughs> which is based off of Battle Royale. Yeah, yep. And um, no, it's it's the concept of the of that book is very interesting. It's about kid superheroes. They do is the book itself. I'll be honest with you, I'm not the biggest fan of it. But he is going to be writing once again. This is wrestling related, a book uh, about the WWE. It's the first arc is to be called um, here. Oh uh, crap! Then now forever. Or something like that. It's whatever their logo thing is. It's really cool. It's going to start off talking about the breakup of the Shield, where Seth Rollins turned his back on Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Looks really cool. It's the first time wrestling comic books are going to be uh, mirroring the actual wrestling storylines. You're not going to see stupid stuff like Undertaker trying to help some kid by going back to 1955 and stopping his parents from not getting married, and he doesn't exist, and Kane isn't there anymore. It's a whole thing. So Sounds next. interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so I picked up a couple of pieces. Um, one of the first ones I'm going to talk about, a piece called The Hunt, uh, or Wild Hunt, actually. Uh, the artist's name is Tom Kelly. Um, he's on DeviantArt, so you can check out his work there. Um, the Wild Hunt is also on DeviantArt, so you can check it out there. Um, it's a really cool piece based on folklore. Um, and the piece entails uh, pretty much these um, hunters 
but they're mystical hunters. They have like the horns of like uh, elk coming out of their heads, and the way it's drawn is very awesome. Um, another one of the another piece I picked up was a Jon Snow piece from uh, Game of Thrones, and that was done by Greg Lozniak. And um, in my opinion, because I've seen a, I saw a couple. Uh, me and Rudy actually saw a couple of mm-hmm. Jon Snow pieces there, and in my opinion, that was the best Jon Snow. Um, artwork that was there at the time i'm still convinced that you stole it because it was the last one that was there um i paid him all right (laughs) i paid him we made a we made a deal behind his table and uh i took his uh last piece he took something i took his last he took his last took his last john snow (laughs) (laughs) that sounds so bad hey no but his art what happens at comic-con stays at comic-con his art was really awesome uh comic-con on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) Ended up picking up the Medusa piece that he had there, oh, um, yeah. a, uh, a Day of the Dead Girl, and I thought he had something else that I picked up, but that Medusa piece was just really good. Oh, and yeah, he Jon had uh, he great. had really awesome, um, like, the female villains of, like, um, um, of, like, uh, fairy yeah. tales, like, uh, like, Medusa he had, he had also, like, um, Cruella, he had oh, yeah. uh, the oh, yeah, evil right, queen. Deville? Yeah, nice. Maleficent. I think Maleficent. He had Maleficent, he had Maleficent and uh, I forgot the last one, the mermaid one. Uh, Lucy Ricardo. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Lucy um, Ricardo? Really? Yeah. Who's Lucy? Ursula. I love Lucy. Oh, Ursula. Yeah. Come on, Ursula. Come there on. you go. Mm-hmm. I did, uh, yeah, Ricky Ricardo last year. I'm sorry. Yeah, his name is Ricardo Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> it is if um, you think about it. Or Enrique. Shut up. Enrique yeah. So, um, can I see that? Business card. Tony. Yeah. His name is Tony. Tony yeah. So he's another one on my list that I I put on there. He had some badass Ninja uh, Turtles artwork, like Rudy mentioned before. Uh, that's fine. Um, there's this other artist, uh, Paolo Pantel- Pantelena. That's why I'm gonna have trouble reading. Yeah. Damn um, thinks he's amazing. I'm not it, good so. at names. I'm yeah, sorry I'm if really I butchered. Paolo Pantelena. Pantelena. Right. I was close. Uh, I'm sorry if I butchered your name, by the way. Uh, I apologize. Well, you're welcome that I'm here. He's also on DeviantArt. Um, DeviantArt, if you don't know, is a website for all artists to put up their stuff. And uh, a lot of them actually get hired by the big companies because they do go on DeviantArt and look at um, artwork. Um, a lot of writers put up scripts there, too. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, he had some awesome pencil works on there that should be checked out. Um, go check out his stuff. <clears throat> um so this guy uh that i'm about to mention next um had my favorite piece at comic-con period uh this year thank you um yeah his name is michael uh meno vibble i think so i think hey, that's ahead, i'm sorry i'm sorry michael just so you guys know any names that we post or anything we're gonna give them a shout out and add their tags to you know a posting on instagram and twitter so feel free to i actually out um put up his piece and uh i tagged him in the instagram post so yeah. hopefully he's listening to this podcast right. this is a little tough uh i'm gonna make an attempt michael manamivable yeah i think i, said I, I it think better. i said it i think i said it wrong but like i said guys anything we're butchering right so, now we're gonna put a list and have all their names yeah there. so i put um i bought from him two pieces one was this uh tiger piece called uh fear the shadow i think it was and the second piece that i bought from him was a David Bowie piece called um, Stepping Through the Door. 
And uh, please go on his Instagram and check him out. His artwork is amazing. And like I said, that David Bowie piece is honestly was like my favorite and best piece of artwork that I saw at Comic-Con this year. Um, this person, uh, Mark Santucci. Santucci. No, there's no two T's. Santucci, trust me. Okay, I'm sorry. So Mark <laughs> Santucci. Um, this is the guy who gave Rudy his free Spider-Man sketch. Yes. Yeah. So, what did you buy from him, though? Uh, I ended up buying actually the Spider-Man print that's in front of me. It's um, Marco Santucci. It's uh, Spider-Man in the backdrop of New York, but like I really liked it because he put a lot of detail and the color scheme into the back of it. It Kind of looks like a sunset feel to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that I think that Spider-Man, based on the glow on the spider on the front of him, is from the new current series that's going on. But uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, and um, he was nice enough to give Rudy a free sketch. Give Um, everybody a free sketch. Anybody who bought a piece from him got a free. You sketch. feel betrayed? You feel betrayed? No, I like. You sound betrayed. No, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I give everyone a sketch. That's, a, that's an that's an experience for anyone who who went to Comic Con their first experience, who you know couldn't afford to pay for a sketch to get the opportunity to have someone draw that for you. Yeah, it's always that's cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and he signed it and everything for him too. So it was, um, thank you, Marco. Um, so. Last thing we're going to mention is Filthy Casual. Danny, you had um, stopped at their booth uh, and filthy, talked to them. Wow. Um, put me on the spot on this one. Um, filthy Casual. Yeah, they're a company of uh, similar to us, if you think about it. They um just a couple guys that they're kind of just going out doing their own thing. So they have like a clothing line. And um, I was talking to the girls. like, you know, um, hey, just curious. How did you guys come up with your name? She said it was like a kind of a common story. And um, sorry, yeah, crazy. So who was that? Who, no, what, what did she <laughs> say? What did she say? She said you so, have sex with Vienna. <laughs> no, so my phone, my phone uh, reads that text to me. Um, so I got a text, and I don't know why you read it. So you got text from one of my friends from school. His uh, name is Janos. He's okay. Greek, and his birthday is today. So I sent him a happy birthday Tom, message. Janos, y- if you're listening, and I hope you are, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank, thank you for interrupting <laughs> exactly. our, our podcast. Exactly. Appreciate it. And if you're not, you're about to start. <laughs> um, yeah, he has to listen to it now. Tell yeah, him that he's right. mentioned. He has to. Um, okay, so the girl, she was saying that uh, Filthy Casual was somebody was kind of like almost like as an insult, like a little joke to like the people who were working there. Like, oh, you guys are just Filthy Casual. Like, yes, we are. And then they used it as like their their thing. That's the name of their company. They've been uh, featured in other podcasts and stuff like that. They seem to have cool clothing and stuff like that. I was going to go back and buy stuff. I ended up not doing so. I'm sorry about that. I did say I was going to come back, and I never got well, the Well, that's because to. he got mad at Comic-Con, and well, yeah, he pretty I much didn't go. Like He went like half days at the end. So. Yeah, basically screw Comic-Con. Um, <laughs> that's what I said. I'm, I, I, I don't plan on going back unless I have an exhibitor badge. Yeah, um, hopefully we'll be able to exhibit our stuff there. Um, Jeez, give me one so, year off. Shit. I mean, I didn't say this next year. I'm just saying. It's like you're already – I said an exhibitor badge. You're like, I'll get that for you. I'm like, God, <laughs> let me get a break from Calico for one um, year. I'm going – I'm going to definitely try it again to go next year. I'm going to be taking my friends, um, Anna and uh, Yanni. Yes. So who, who is listening to this podcast they sh- right they now because be. they've been mentioned. Yes. Apparently, they, we're they shouting out other people <laughs> that, are, that are not at Comic-Con. Um, I, yeah, so we're planning on going next year together. Um, so I'm going next year. Um yeah, I think um, we should just start a company where we take people to Comic-Con and show them around. 
You that know, like horrible. The, you know, like the We're buses. <laughs> that, that <laughs> you know, like horrible. the New York buses and that go out. That's the bathroom. <laughs> you and have your condoms ready. <laughs> this is where you're gonna need them. Fun story. This is the bathroom where DMC from Run DMC <laughs> <laughs> had me try. We can actually do that because we've experienced so much. Uh, yeah, we, we have so this much. This is the bathroom where Humberto Ramos shook no. my hand before going in. <laughs> the same bathroom, by the way. Oh, nice. And this is the bathroom where Batman was outside waiting for Robin. <laughs> Uh, a lot of bathroom yeah. stories at Comic Con. There's a lot of bathrooms at Comic Con. There yeah. are a lot of bathrooms at Comic Con, yeah. especially in Artist Alley. Yeah, yeah. One They're more thing empty too, so go there. One Actually, more thing I want to mention <laughs> uh, about uh, a writer. Uh, it's not really a shout out, but it kind of is. Charles <laughs> Soul. Um, if I'm unless I'm mistaken, it, he's the one who killed Wolverine, Death of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he's written Swamp Thing after Scott Snyder did. He did uh, Red Lanterns when it was interesting. Oh, that's awesome. Great writer. Awesome job. He's doing, uh, I believe I told both of you, or at least you, Aslam, uh, that he's coming out with this book uh, for Image Comics called Curse Words. Seems very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's about this wizard whose name is Wizard. And, <laughs> and, yeah, and he has a pet koala. I can't remember the koala's name. It's like Margaret or something like that. And, I'm liking this already. Yeah, I, I definitely told you. Um and uh, he's his job is to come to Earth and like destroy it. So he gets to Earth because he's like this interdimensional being. Oh, then he enjoys it so much. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, he yeah, he yeah, comes yeah. to Earth and he likes it so much because of like all the partying and the and the drugs and the sex and Wait, everything. Wasn't he's I like, there oh, this... with you at that panel? Nope. And he. Uh... All right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he was at one of the panels we went to. He might have been one of the panels that you guys went to. Yeah, because I remember this book. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. It seems interesting. Yeah, no, it sounds <laughs> awesome. No, so um, no, so he like then he's like, oh, I'm gonna protect this place instead. So other guys come by, like, oh, you have to destroy the world. We're gonna destroy. He's like, no, fuck that. I want, I want, I want a party. I'm gonna save it now. It seems really interesting. Curse I words. mean, I think we forgot to mention one person. Um, the one who made that comic. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Crap. God Country. Yes. Yeah, that's when I was, I was I was waiting for him to finish. Oh yeah. God Country's made by uh Donnie Coates and uh it's an image comic that's coming as well. Um he was at one of the panels do- talking about, you know, writing and things like that. The image panels, yeah. Yeah, gave a lot of uh great insight as to how to go about, you know, working on your characters, starting a story, things of that nature. Um God Country actually seems really interesting too. It's coming on January. It's about um an older gentleman from Texas where Donnie's from. Why are you looking at my eyes? I'm just, I'm just looking at you. No, I'm interested in the story. You're looking at me like really in my eyes. No. Um, it's about an older gentleman from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's uh, but yeah, he's like you know, he's like older. He's got he's like he's not like a midlife crisis type of thing, and this sword kind of falls. No, it's another in, book, huh? That's another book. <laughs> yeah, there's another book called I think Midlife, Midlife Crisis. Crisis. Yeah. Um, so the sword, this mystical sword, kind of falls into his lap, and it kind of rejuvenates him in a sense. Yeah, he had Alzheimer's. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what exactly. The sword and, did. and the thing is, is that the, because he has a sword, it helps him remember everything, and it's making him uh, like a newfound like uh, like enjoyment for life, so to speak. And but the thing with the sword is that because it's mystical and comes from otherworldly, you know, areas. It also brings the people that originally possessed the sword to come back to come and get the sword and claim it again. Yeah, the gods. Exactly. And as a result of that, 
the main character, Emmett, who has the sword, he pretty much tells them, well, you guys are going to have to take it from my cold. Like, you're going to have to kill me for it and take it back because I'm not going to give it up. Okay. So the concept sounds really cool. It sounds cool. I mean, the fact that it's going to be in Texas also what, sounds What's cool. the name? Because I'm a little confused. God, God country. country. That is God Country. Yeah, it's yes. not the other thing that you said. Uh, no, um, Midlife Crisis is, is another book. Okay. It's a different book, yeah. So we don't, do we care about this? Uh, I, I honestly don't remember who... Because I heard um, in one of the panels, I just don't exactly remember who it was. Midlife Crisis. Those of you that are listening, look it up, write in, tell us on social media if we should read it or not. Exactly. Thank you. But definitely check out Guy Country. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a big image guy. So most of the. You don't give a damn about your image. Look at you. What? <laughs> so most of the guys, most of the individuals that were at the Image Comic actually read their books, and a lot of them are really good. Um, and Donnie's is the one that hasn't come out yet, so he was like promoting, and it looked really good, and got to talk to him. He's a really cool guy, um, really upbeat, really optimistic, and he's it's really cool to talk to. Definitely, I followed him on Twitter. Hopefully, you're listening, and you're gonna follow us back and get some more information. Yeah, definitely, and um, yeah. So thanks to everybody who bought artwork from, and um, uh, definitely check out our podcast and. You know, follow us on social media and we'll follow you guys back. And, um, yeah, that was our pretty much our Comic-Con. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that actually happened. I mean, we saw some butt cheeks, but you always yeah, kind of see butt cheeks. Yeah. Well, there's there's mean, a lot more that happened. We're not talking about everything. All I mean. of the Red Bull girls. Oh, yes, Rudy scared them, but it's cool. scared Red Bull girls. We walked in. And I know. She's like, you want some Red Bulls? I was like, hell yeah. And she jumped. <laughs> she jumped. She jumped because you were too enthusiastic. Yeah. You didn't need Red Bull and at that I, point. And then I drank the Red Bull, and by the end, then at the end of the panel, she was like, you want some more Red Hell yeah. And she didn't scare that time. But, yeah. And then we went back to the same panel later, and they're still giving out Red Bull. Yeah. That's all I got when I, I didn't get one. I got an offer for some monster. It was it was some guy. He was selling them out the back of his of his car in the no, trunk. No, I didn't want him. I, I was afraid. Yeah, I gave him a, I gave him a card though <laughs> to listen to our podcast. So if that's you, thank you. Maybe hopefully you sold the monster to someone. One yeah. thing I, one thing I do want to mention though is because it was my first time experiencing and Dan ran away was the fact that the line wrapped around the entire block, like literally all the way around the entire yeah. block on Friday. It was at the, And you guys went late on Saturday and Sunday, so you can yeah. tell. But if you were going early on Friday, you're most likely going to hit a line from now on going around the block because that line was insane. I would, I would not necessarily say that's true. Yeah, well, the, what happened was is the queue hall um, filled up very quickly, so they had to start the line outside. So, I mean, getting if you want to get into the queue hall, you'll have to get earlier there than, like, 9 o'clock, which is about the time we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got in by – we were inside the building by 10 o'clock, and uh, we were able to see our first panel that was at 11. So yeah. um, waiting in the line, it may seem like crazy, but it does move fast. Their Their security does a great job getting everybody in quickly. So shout out to them also. Um, I think um, the way they uh, handled the tickets and everything this year was good. Um, I think everybody who wanted a ticket, who needed a ticket, got one, and they weren't um, all used for scalping, um, which is awesome. One thing I was disappointed is, um, excuse me, one thing I was disappointed about was there are no more weapons at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Um, they took away all, like, the um, swords and, like, knives and stuff. And mind you, so there was one booth that had battle-ready swords where they were extremely sharp. But every other booth that did sell these weapons, they were display swords. Um, Wait, so they 
They still had like the legit swords, but they got rid of the fake swords. No, 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 no. I'm talking about back when they used oh, okay, to have. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, okay. like a lot of the other were just display swords where yeah, they yeah. weren't sharp at all. Yeah. I, I mean, they still had a point at the end. Yeah, yeah but, but they're still, not like. But they're not yeah. sharp. But there was one booth. Um, they sell. Yeah. Uh, they sold uh, sharp red, battle ready katanas. Yeah. They were already yeah, sharpened, and you know they you know yeah, the they spot were, in the back where you put the hilt together and all that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I know. Do you pick your own hilt and everything? Which was pretty cool but yeah. i mean they cost up like to two or three hundred dollars but um yeah but it did kind of suck because like i was looking like jazz was looking for batarangs and she couldn't get anything as a result of that i mean and i really if i if i was ever going to get a sword that i like based off a video game would be the gunblade from final fantasy mm-hmm. so but i didn't get to see that there either so yeah i mean it, it sucks but i mean it it's, no, it it's, it's, it's sense, definitely but... a step in the right direction yeah I mean, there's always somebody that has to run it because we went. I, honestly, I don't know if there were any incidents the past couple of years we went where there were weapons. But yeah, it only takes one time. They, they're yeah, exactly. preventing it from happening. Exactly. You so, know, so I mean, you, it's, you can't, it's I mean, disappointing, I think but it's you can't blame them for wanting to protect everybody. In, uh, yeah. Because there's, the there's still a couple of swords I wish I would have gotten. Like, I remember the Lord of the Rings stuff that I saw. Yeah. I was like, that looked amazing. And I was going to make an attempt. And, uh, you know, they're gone. I'm like, all right, I missed my chance. Dana. I mean, they no have, way. like, the wooden stuff there now. But, like, I mean, honestly, if you want the stuff bad enough, you can find them online. Oh, yeah. You, you can know. go to TrueSwords.com. They have all, like, the video games, movies. and There you go, TrueSwords. Pay us. And um, <laughs> they have, like, all, like, the video game stuff, movies, yep. TV shows, whatever you want. Is that it? Anything else you guys want to say? I'm finished um, with Comic-Con. With Comic-Con? No. I think we're done with Comic-Con. All right. Uh, next segment of this whole episode is going to be all about the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, a lot more interesting. Why you sound? You don't sound interested. Well, it's more interesting than Comic Con. Well, anyway, we hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Definitely check out the next one. This is a two-episode week for us, so we're going to put this one out and our review on the Nintendo Switch. Enjoy.